Welcome back. Last week's conversation with Lois Teferberg, author of Sitting at the Feet of Rabbi Jesus, was a good start to looking at the differences in the Eastern versus Western interpretations of being Talmudim. Today, we continue the conversation and look at what a haver or a haverim is. Lean in and enjoy. A disciple in an Eastern way, it's not just about information, it's about transformation. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of uh, the paragraphs in your book about this, I've, I've underlined, it said, an Eastern view of discipleship seems far more in keeping with the gospel. The Eastern view encompasses the understanding that Jesus died for our sins and that belonging to him involves repenting and receiving him as Lord. But it also recognizes that Jesus lived transparently in front of his disciples in order to teach them how to live. So that's exactly what you're saying, that it was um, Jesus demonstrated how to live uh, by not just saying, but also doing, and his disciples learned from that. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that That's gives it. us a perfect example of how to live out discipleship in our lives. Mm-hmm. It isn't a mm-hmm. solitary, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, yes, we do need times of solitude alone with you God bet. ourselves, mm-hmm. but it's not mm-hmm. all about that. It's about um, living mm-hmm. life in community together because we learn mm-hmm. together. Um, mm-hmm. you, right. you teach yep. us something and we teach you something and, and we go back mm-hmm. and forth and keep learning and, and sharpening each other to string another pearl mm-hmm. together from Scripture. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. And it's, it's almost, sometimes it's kind of painful. Is yes. that Even when you're at your worst, you're discipling others. You tend yes. to be, you know, if you're a parent when you, you're angry and crabby and had a bad day, and uh, your, stu- your kids learn that faster than anything else. Yeah. Because they're watching you all the time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so disciple, parents know what it's like to raise kids. Uh, they're their little disciples. Yes. True. I'm not a parent. I don't have kids, but I hear about it. And yes. I was a kid at one time. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. yes. Somebody's always watching. Yes. <laughs> Somebody's always right. watching. Men. Mm-hmm. Did you have something you were going to say? Well, the one other part of that paragraph that I think sums it up is you said this approach involves not just information, but transformation. And I, I, mm-hmm. I thought that was very uh, concise yeah. and made made such good um, sense as far as how to understand the difference. Mm-hmm. In discipleship, in this process, um, it's important that we have a community, a group that we are participating mm-hmm. in. What's the term for that? having a group of students together. There's actually a very well-known saying, it's get yourself a teacher, a mm-hmm. rabbi, and um, see, and get yourself a haver, and that's a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just a friend, but it actually, it's talking about a friend in study. Uh-huh. And so one haver is one friend. If it's a woman friend, she's a havera. <laughs> if it's a uh, if if it's a bunch of friends and there's one guy involved, it's Havarim. Mm-hmm. If there aren't any guys involved, then it's Havarot. <laughs> so yeah, those 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 changes from male to female, masculine to feminine in the the language always throw me when I'm when I'm studying those. I have to remember that going from yes. an em to an oat. <laughs> em and oat. That's yes. Right. Yep. So. Um, Matthew 18, 20 tells us, 
where two or three come together in my, my name, there I am with them. And that's kind of giving us this perspective of the Havarim when um, we, we need that community. We need those friends to study um, because we, we don't know everything ourselves. We're never going to know everything ourselves. It takes a village is the, the phrase today to raise kids, but it also takes a village in our faith walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. People don't realize, uh, I, I mean, it's also part of our um, Western Greco-Roman idea is that I learn by going into my brain and thinking my thoughts all alone. Mm. Um, <laughs> I go alone with God and he transmutes all of his thoughts into your brain and I don't need anything else. And my my response is, uh, yeah, why don't you get out your Bible in its mm-hmm. original language, or at least uh, Genesis in Hebrew, and let's see, y- you sit there until the Lord tells you what it says in Hebrew. Oh, oh, I guess I have to learn from other people. Mm-hmm. I need to study with other people. Yes. We learn mm-hmm. as a community instead yeah. of as individuals. It's too bad that people think that they must hide out, and it makes you um, find foolish teachers and extreme ideas and that's part of why community is so important mm-hmm. if, if a person rejects community it's because they're they are not um, going to submit themselves to the beliefs of others and they think somehow they're more special than everybody else that only God will God will talk to them in a way he won't talk to anybody else mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah let's list out some benefits and some pitfalls some benefits of having a Havarim and some pitfalls of not being involved in community. Things that you have seen. Well, honestly, one way I liken it is that uh, when you have uh, Havarim, a friend and study, it makes you just, it's kind of like I have a friend, Elizabeth, who I go walking with and it makes me get up early in the morning <laughs> and I put my shoes on and you walk longer and farther and you push harder because you have somebody who's interacting with you. Right. Um, you get that sense. And you're, you, you, can, you have complementary insights that help each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're all by yourself, you say, what? I get it. I totally understand. It's when you start talking with other people, it's like, oh, but what about this and what about that? On the yeah. other hand, <laughs> on the other hand, that is where you learn the best so that that's that's the good things about it um hmm. um i would say unfor- there's this tendency among people um when they get interested in a specialized subject like this is they become kind of eggheads like me and um and there are sometimes there are groups that will say okay just drop out of your church because they don't know what you do. And people will wander into, well now, um, the internet will will bring you all sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> and the best possible answer to that is to um, spend more time, actually bring your, your Havarim with you. If you're gonna study a book, you do it with a bunch of friends mm-hmm. that are at your and and so that they can say mm, well what about that i'm not sure if we should be i don't know it, i think that's a more safe way i think uh, uh, people with that tend to drop out tend to 
find they don't realize that they are wandering in areas that people sometimes are not wise about, yeah. especially about Jewish context of Jesus. Yeah. It sounds like so. a Havarim um, provides a natural accountability. Like mm-hmm. there's accountability that comes about as a totally. part of being uh, in a Havarim or, yeah. is that yeah. how you would say it? Being in well, a Havarim you, you or just, having a Havarim? Well, no. Uh, yeah, have, I guess so. A yeah, Bible study, or uh, uh, I would say a friend and study. Mm. To have some friends and study. One thing is that you need to be not totally shy or terrified of saying something wrong or disagreeing with each other, mm-hmm. which was a thing that, as I come from people who just hate to disagree about anything, <laughs> we're so terrified, and we're. It's really easy for us to say, "You're a heretic." You questioned this, so you're a heretic. Well, you know what? Nobody learns anything if you can't just ask some questions. And so you have to kind of learn to cut people slack, mm-hmm. and but yet be willing to accept, you know, oh, I might be wrong. Oh, I was wrong. Good. I'm glad, because now I'm not so wrong. Good. <laughs> Wrongness is a good thing, because yes. you can fix that. <laughs> right. So, well, yeah. I mean, isn't a, one of the biggest markers of a good disciple or Talmudim mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. that you ask a lot of questions isn't that something that you should be doing as a student mm-hmm. amen yes yeah, exactly right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well we we see I, I, in scripture in, in your book you you point out where in scripture Jesus never sent his disciples alone he mm-hmm. sent them out with a friend to learn mm-hmm. to study to grow um, so if if he did that, if he sent his his own disciples out, why would we not do that for ourselves? Why would we intentionally draw into ourselves and say, ah, "This is it. I'm just gonna be in solitude with Jesus. I don't need anybody else. That's it." That's right. Me and Jesus. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ironically, you can be a ta- part of it was when they're traveling from town to town. You nobody. You don't travel alone. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You can be attacked by robbers. You can trip and break your leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't travel alone. Mm-hmm. And um, and in the same way, I would say if you're studying your Jewish context, you shouldn't travel alone. Right. right. Because you can fall into some weird pitfall. Yes. I have read <laughs> quite a few weird pitfalls over the past five yeah, years. <laughs> not just, I mean, any, I should say, I, I wouldn't say it's only about this. Anytime you're studying your Bible mm-hmm. and about things that fe- people feel passionately about, and since they invented the internet, which ironically, really, we, um, internet wasn't really that around when I wrote my book. <laughs> <laughs> In 09, that was before Facebook came That's along. True. I didn't That's even true. know about it. But <laughs> nowadays, there's more robbers in, along the and pitfalls than there ever were mm-hmm. that uh, that are out there. So you need yeah. to bring some friends with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, definitely. Yep. Jen, do you have any more questions? Well, I one of the things that I'm interested in when even in the the title of your book, Sitting at the Feet of Rabbi Jesus, one of the stories in the Bible that comes to my mind is about Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, so w- mm-hmm. would you have thought of Mary as a disciple back in, like, would she have been part of, um, and not in this, maybe the sense of <laughs> the disciple, the 12 disciples right. that I'm mm-hmm. talking about, but she was a learner, so. Right, right. In the book of Acts, 
um, Dorcas is is called a tum, uh, she's a mathetria mm-hmm. in Greek, mm-hmm. which would be a tamida. Um, and it talks about the followers of the way, you mm-hmm. know, the early followers of Christ. Mm-hmm. They were all, dis- they called themselves disciples, yeah. mm-hmm. including the women. And yeah. so, yeah, well, I would say according to Acts, yeah, you can say that. Even though, yeah, they um, weren't in the 12, but right. they were obviously, um, they may have been kind of, well, certainly there were the women who were supporting him. Mm-hmm. Like Joanna, Susanna. Joanna, yeah, exactly. And so there were, he had and the and the and Mary and Martha who mm-hmm. you know, Jesus knew whose friends were that he would come to visit them whenever he was in town and he stayed there at their place. So that was how it was done. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, we could spend much, much more time. Your book has so much more information on living out as a Talmud or a Talmidah of Mm -hmm. Jesus. Um, But we don't want to give everything away because we want people to read the book and to learn it for themselves. My dad always taught us growing up to go look it up. Um, It didn't give me answers ever. I I never received an answer. I always had to go to the library and use the card catalog and find it or an encyclopedia um, to find answers to things. And so we want to encourage that with with believers today. So we're not going to give you all the answers. You can't have everything. Um, We want you to to learn to dig and to study of how to be a disciple um, on your own. Get you a friend. Get get, you a friend to do that with. Just like we were talking about. Yes, this book, I've got one of our small groups actually um, is going through this right now. She called me about a month and a half ago and said, okay, I've got a list of books here, and these are the ones we're thinking of. And this was about, I don't know, third on their list or fourth that they had given it to me in alphabetical order. And I was like, pick that one. (laughs) That's the one you need to go through. And so they've been going through it, and they are loving it. They are getting illuminations of the original meanings and interpretations of some passages that they were like, I never knew that's what it meant. So that's the process of being Talmudim. Of, of right. digging in and learning and studying and growing. And we just appreciate you so much for putting this yeah. to pen, uh, pen to paper for us. Um, we've got several other books that you have got available. Um, listening to the language of the Bible, right. walking in the dust of the Rabbi Jesus, and reading yeah. the Bible with Rabbi Jesus. Okay. And I've read all of them, and they are fabulous. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The other side up, they'll be even better. Yeah, walking. This one is... This one, uh, people are like, is it all the same book? Did you just read it over and over? <laughs> no. This, and it's not even, I, it's very hard to make it so that they're not like overlapping. But mm-hmm. this one is about the Jewish words of Jesus. Mm-hmm. The stuff he says that doesn't really quite make sense until you know what it's Jewish. I mean, there's a little bit of this in here, right. obviously. But it's not. It is. It goes way beyond that and does new things. And then my my other one. Sorry, little book. Got to do a little promotion. Absolutely. But, but honestly, I say I'm not. It's not a sell. Well, um, it's it's. I feel like it's an equipment. It's providing it, tools. That's great. That I'm oh, at. That's right. I feel like I'm selling vitamins that will for your faith. <laughs> And so I don't feel like, look, you need these because really, they really help you. Mm, and I'm do. not crying. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> 99.9% of people who sell junk, they sell it to make money. Right. I'm doing it because you need them. So, yes. anyhow. So, my, and then my last one is about the, um, the, how can I put it? 
Um, obviously, reading the Bible with Rabbi Jesus, understanding, it's a little broader. It's about understanding the Bible in its Eastern context. Mm -hmm. It's understanding how us Westerners are just like, I don't quite get that. Right. And it really does focus in it towards the end and on Jesus. It spends a lot of time talking about what we were saying about the stringing pearls mm -hmm. and the, the incredible memory that they had yes, for they the scriptures. Uh, to the point where I would say, ironically, Scholar, there are, there have been, and there's, oh, there are many still scholars who write all these books about, oh, no, Jesus never claimed to be the Messiah. Hmm. Yeah, if you don't ever know any of his hints, he didn't. It's when you hear him and you start looking up all the scriptures that mm -hmm. he's quoting that you are, if, if a person doesn't do that, they get absolutely the wrong impression, and that's right. what a lot of scholars do. And I'm embarrassed for how st stupid that is. But uh, Christians have been, um, there have been some churches that say, oh, we're only a New Testament church. We don't mm. like that Old Testament. Yeah, but Jesus loved his testament. Yeah, he did. Oh, he and he's all the way through the Old Testament. Yes, he is. Yeah, that's right. He's yeah. right there. Yeah, he right is. There. So he is. things you need. And I should say, if you do want to, if I can, um, so that I actually sell these out of my own little website and office, and okay. that supports my writing. Great. And so if people are interested and they want to read new things that I'm writing, um, my website is OurRabbiJesus.com, and you just put your name on my email list or, and, or uh, Facebook yep. kinds of things. So, yeah. okay. I love getting your newsletter. Oh, I love Good. the new things that rare. you write. Yes. So our, like, O-U-R, RabbiJesus.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Wonderful. You. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you, Lois. We just appreciate you spending some time with us talking through being Talmudim and how we live that out in our Western world today. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to learn more about Lois and her fabulous writings on Jesus' Jewishness, you can find her at OurRabbiJesus.com. To connect with Jen and I, you can find us over at GoIntoQuip.com or on our YouTube channel for the video version of the podcast. You can find all the links on the blog post page at GoIntoQuip.com. We'd love it if you'd like or love our Facebook and Instagram pages and share the podcast with your friends. See you next time.